Welcome to the Hanford Dixon Show. I'm Gabriella Cruz with the top dog. Hanford Dixon. You got a little bark and you got a little bite in that bark today because you're ready to rebound. Two losses in a row just isn't going to cut it for you. What are you talking about ready to rebound? You know, I'm so mad right now. I, I, I just don't know what to do. I, I'm just really, really upset. Yesterday was just a terrible, terrible day. And uh, are you going to ask me what did I do yesterday? Well, you always jump the gun, my guy. You're be asking yourself. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I did yesterday. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm so mad. I am so mad because the game, first of all, did anybody, did this happen to anyone other than me? Yesterday, when the game first came on, I was trying to watch the game, and for some reason oh. they had another game on. Yeah, I uh, I actually had people over, and I was really worried that I must not get the channel or something. Yeah. And I was triple-checking. I'm like, no, it's on Fox. It's on Fox. And, uh, yeah, I think there was just a delay or whatever. So I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. Everyone was panicking on Twitter. Okay, okay, okay. So For I, a brief moment. I, I feel a little bit better right now. But anyway, that, that I, I should have known when that happened, something bad was going to happen. That was uh, it? That's uh, when you knew? Yeah, during this game. I mean, we just uh, – this was a game. This was a team that I felt like we sh we, we were going to beat, that we should have beat. And y y you get that feeling during the course of the game that things are just going right. They're not going the way that we want them to go during the course of this ball game. So, I don't know. I, I was I, I was just upset. And then, you know, we, we, we got Flacco. I was kind of excited about seeing him and, and, and watching him uh, – play because he hadn't played in a long time. I mean, you're talking about a guy that was drafted in 2008. He was the first round pick out of Delaware by the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And uh, I told Ozzy, it's funny, I told Ozzy, I said, uh, I said, what the hell are you going to give us a 38-39 year old quarterback? <laughs> he, he laughed, but he said, he's a dick. He, he said, I'll tell you this. He said, he's going to be okay. He's going to, he, he's going to play good. And he did coming out of the gate but then again later on in the ball game things just happen and that was a problem and I, you know what i'm gonna blame it on gab what's that i'm gonna blame it on we're gonna get into this because uh i like uh, our segment that's coming on next where you know we always have jt on from uh, montrose and i'm gonna beat up on him a little bit not just on this uh Florida State team that didn't get in the uh, in the in the in the playoffs. So we're gonna be we're gonna talk about that a little bit with them, but also I it's the defense. Yeah, we have to figure out why all On of a road. sudden. Yeah, I mean, number one at home, thirtieth on the road. I mean, what the hell? They always told me defense travels. But, Gab, see, you, you're a little young. You don't understand when I played. You don't know how good the top dog was. Well, I, he, I've heard a lot of stories well, you know, with the top from dog, the horse's mouth. Well, I was going to tell you, the top dog don't mind telling you how good he <laughs> was. And, and, and he was a shutdown corner. You were a shutdown corner. You talked the smack. and You you talked the talk, but you walked the walk. God damn it, I knew I liked you when I first time <laughs> I saw you. I knew it right away that I liked uh, I, I liked you, Gab. I had to get on your good side because I got plenty of roasts for you coming. Oh, my goodness. But... <laughs> You know, other than that, it was just a it was just a terrible, terrible day. But uh, well, do you like Flacco though? Do you like what you saw from I, him? I really. I mean, he was smooth, comfortable. He he targeted nine different receivers. I mean, he was definitely getting the ball moving. 
Gab, I liked him. I, and over I was like, 250 yards. I think that was a good uh, typical bet to have had on him Yes, uh, over the weekend. And and I was really excited about watching him. And I was a little surprised, though, that he started and, and he played as well as he played. He actually didn't play bad. Uh, obviously, he threw an interception late in the ball game and got those sacks toward the end of the ball game and then they, the safety. But uh, other than that, I think uh, Flacco played extremely well, so I'm not mad at him. I'm putting all your defense. I'm putting all this shit on the defense because the defense <laughs> is the you know and or, the way we have to play right now with our quarterback not being there, the defense has to show up. And for whatever reason, obviously, whenever they're on the road, they don't play well on the road, and they have to do better. But a good thing, Gab, we're playing at home this week, so that's good. Absolutely. We've got to take a break, and I'll sneak in a quick apology to our producer. I, I gave Hanford the green light to just be uncensored today and that we'd go ahead and bleep him out. Because I saw last show you were, you'd were you be so in the moment, and then you'd try to like take back your con- – I'm, I'm like, full send. Full send. We'll bleep you later. But thanks for watching. We'll be right back with our Montrose Take of the Week. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. We are joined now by JT of Montrose Auto Group. We always get his fan reaction. And Hanford, what do you want to ask JT off the rip? Well, first of all, I'm laughing because, uh, you know, you finally got JT's name right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I know, I know. <laughs> I, go at, I go after every week you I know. know about your name. She finally got The it. first four or five weeks, it was JT of Montrose, JT Montrose, John Montrose. Right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Montrose is the company that I represent. Listen, you know, I'm it's, getting it's all the name recognition out there possible, you guys. <laughs> right? Well, JT of Montrose Auto Group. I so thought we said that's works. cool. It's, that works right? well, Gab. Or if you want to mix it up, it's John Thompson of Montrose Auto Group. I'll give you whichever one you want. What's your middle name? Uh, Michael. Let's work it Michael. Michael. Yeah. John we Michael work Thompson. It all in. JT, JMT of Montrose Auto Group is with us. Well, you know where that Michael came from, right? Yep. What's that? That's from his dad. Yep. Who is the master? He is the master. Now that's my buddy. That's my. That's your longtime buddy. That's my buddy. My my father and Hanford go back thirty-five plus years of friendship, and uh, you know, Browns hardships and (laughs) everything else. That really does uh, glue you together. Stop it! God damn it! Stop it! (laughs) JT. Yeah. Big dog. Yes, sir. I understand you have a gripe with me. You know, you mad at me because I'm getting ready to say right now, roll, oh, here, we go. roll. here we go, here we go, roll, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> a 13 and 0 Florida State team gets booted out for the almighty SEC. You know, the Alabama Crimson Tide because you know my my personal opinion. ESPN, SEC, they're in tight. You know, there's there's some dollars thrown around there, and and my lowly Florida State, you know, Seminoles, thirteen and zero, they get booted. And it's man, it is. I, next year can't come fast enough. Well, you know what the problem is, dog. In the SEC, that's big boy football. I, I know, I, I know. Mean, and and anytime you have <laughs> Alabama on a neutral site uh-huh. beat. The number one team in the nation, the Georgia uh, Bulldogs. I mean, what you heavy gonna, weight? You got, it's heavily weighted. I get it, you, but you, but see, you know, you know what hurts you guys, and you already know this. I know. You Jordan already. Jordan Travis going out, yes. and his leg broke, and it is frustrating. He was a top tier quarterback, one of the best in the country. He goes out, but I got, I got to ask you, 
ACC's record against the SEC this year was was what? See I, I there? think I think See there? There SEC you go. was four Here and eight. The shots. There you go. Four and you eight. Know. <laughs> you know, ACC kind of dominated a little bit this past year. But JT, I, I told you earlier, <laughs> I, I feel your pain. It's, I, I, it's I'm, tough. I'm, I'm with you. It's tough. And and you know who I really feel bad for? I feel bad for those kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know those kids. They they go out and they play their hearts out and they and they fight and 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 and, and to go undefeated the and, whole and, season. And, and you know, you're only as good as your your weakest player. And you have how many other on the team that are sitting there busting their butt week in week out? And your quarterback goes out. I get it. I know how detrimental that is. It, for every team, college, high school, NFL, it doesn't matter. You know, that quarterback goes down. Look at what the Browns have dealt with. You know, now we're relying on a 38-year-old guy, and Flacco looked great yesterday, minus a couple plays here and there. And it's kind of to be expected when he hasn't taken a snap in how long? It, it, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a few a, months. Man was on the on his couch with his kids <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah. Hanging out. And, you know, it's just frustrating from a Florida State fan, grew up that way. It is tough to see the rest of the team have to suffer because their number one guy, quarterback, gets knocked out a few weeks ago, and they they finish out what they're supposed to do, win the ACC, beat a rivalry team in UF down in the swamp, and it's just it's frustrating. I love it. I love but, it. Let me say this to you too. Before before we jump on those brows, I just want to go. I just want to uh, go this with you with your Florida State Seminoles, whatever you want to call you guys. You, <laughs> you got to tell me right now, Florida State will beat Alabama. Roll tide, roll. I, I before have, you answer that, that question, that defense travels. Here, I'll tell you this: that defense will travel. It's one of the best defenses in the country. I don't know about offensively. I, I like it. Tell but, me about those Browns yesterday. What, what you think, dog? You know, they they started out really well. Mm -hmm. When I say that opening drive, Flacco just boom, precision passes right down the field. We look good. We look competent, and it, it just then got stunted. There was what five punts in a row. That Vahorkas yeah. ended up kicking, and, you know, it, we gave up quick 10 points. You know, they missed the field goal to open up the second quarter. The Rams did. And from there, you thought we were going to capitalize. We get a field goal on that ensuing drive, and it was just – there was just nothing there. I, I, I don't know what it was. I, you know, the, the defense definitely has been a strong suit all year, and they let they let us down yesterday. The, the defensive backfield was – I mean, Stafford just picked us apart. It just passes were in and out quick. It was just frustrating to sit there and watch yesterday because we, we were never able to capitalize on the momentum. And Flacco, I think he did everything he could he for did. a man that he did. only had two weeks of real yeah. prep time to get mm -hmm. back in the saddle. Yeah. He did well, but not enough. You know what I think really helped him, though, that um, obviously uh, the game before he was there, he was on the sideline. Gap. He did, you know, he obviously he didn't play, but he had his earpiece in, and he was Aaron. he the knowledge there of seeing how the plays were going um, in and out of the huddle to the quarterback. Yeah. I think that really, really helped him. But I agree with you. I thought he played. I thought he played well. Now, quick question for you. Okay, you've been around the game, and I'm just curious okay. as the lay football fan. Okay, <clears throat> how many plays would you actually give to a guy like that? That's coming off the the couch essentially. 
of the playbook, say Stefanski has 200 plays on the playbook, how many are you giving a guy like that to come in and orchestrate the offense? Well, see, I I think the game will dictate that, you know, how the flow of the game is going, whether or not we're really, really behind and and what we need to do with him. But I still think that we threw the ball way too much yesterday. I mean, I think we threw the ball 44 times he did yesterday. 44 times. That's a lot. And and with the running – attack that we have I mean I I just would like to see us run the ball a little bit more you got to get those three four yards on first down put us in a good position and that wasn't happening well big dog tell me about Montrose (laughs) Auto Group what what do you have going well Montrose it's a excuse me Hanford it's a new month December Um, actually got a lot of new incentives in a lot of the manufacturers are pushing a, a 1.9% APR, a 2.9% APR uh, from our Chevy store to our CJDR store, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Kia just came out with some really good incentives, really good lease programs, and Ford's got some good in interest rate offers with Ford Motor Credit right now. So really excited. We're going to have a good month this month. And um, check out all our inventory at GoMontrose.com. Well, tell us where all the stores are located. So we've got our Ford store uh, is in Fairlawn, Ohio. Uh, we have a Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and Chevrolet GMC store out in Ashtabula County. And then we have a Volvo Land Rover Jaguar store right in uh, Parma, Brooklyn, Ohio, right off Tiedemann and Brook Park Road. Um, then we have our GMC and Nissan store in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. And then our Kia stores out in Sheffield Lake. Well, JT, before we let you go, I, I have a question for you. A lot yes, of times when people come in looking for a car or something, they want to talk to the man. Right. Can, is it okay if they just come and <laughs> talk to you? you? Absolutely. Tell them to come and find you. Hey, all they got to do, send an email to marketing at gomontrose.com. Comes right to me. So. My man. Pretty Perfect. simple. Hey, did you get a new haircut? I did. It looks I, I I got sport clips. I'll give them a plug. Wow. How about it? Well, you're looking, you're looking <laughs> spiffy. What the hell? You never tell me about my haircut. I was not going to say anything, but I feel like you need a little hairspray today. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> Some people say I'm no good. <laughs> He's got that Gillette. Crazy you know. as can be. <laughs> I get drunk in the morning. I get stoned in the afternoon, but I ain't asking nobody for nothing. <laughs> If I can't get it on my own. Go ahead. You don't like, like me. Take the way that. I'm living. Leave the short hair, country boy, along. Thanks, JT. Thank you, guys. JT, thanks so much for coming in. And on that note, literally that high note, we are going to take it to break. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show with the top dog. I'm going to really have to learn the words to that song. Well, you know, Gabby, I, I, I try to sing it for you every week. and uh, But see, I cha- this is what really get you because you don't understand i changed the words around well see that it, was a big missing element when i went to google the lyrics i'm like the only thing that's popping up is long hair yeah, country boy and this guy don't got long hair yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it, well i don't have any hair well it's leave this long hair country boy long but i always say leave this short hair country boy long and okay. i always but i love it if you don't like the way i'm living leave this short hair country, country boy, boy alone. alone so who is that who is that well 
let's bring in our third guest so he can roast you just as much. We're, we're bringing you on. Please welcome. We're joined by Ohio football legend Robert Smith. Let me rattle off this resume really quick because we have so much to talk about. But two-time Mr. Ohio, Big Ten Freshman of the Year, first-round draft pick by the Vikings, which you had a very successful eight-year NFL career with, two-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro, and now an NFL analyst on Fox Sports. Robert Smith, thank you so Yay, much for joining us. The big dog. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. And, and sorry for jumping in early. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. We I, love I, it. I had, I had to hear the song. <laughs> talking, Hanford's talking uh, country music. Hey, 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 big dog. And I sing it all the time here on the uh, air. And you should see Gabby. I, I, the reason why she's trying to learn it, because I'm mad at her now, because I told her she needs to, because Gabby really can sing. Can't you? Yeah. Listen, I got in the studio last Monday. I'm working on some new stuff. Okay. It's cooking up. You can add me on Spotify, Robert. Short All right. <laughs> Are you a country music fan? I'm not a country music fan, but my girlfriend is. She probably knows him. Okay. Yeah. So what was the name of the artist? We just looked it up on Spotify. The long-haired country boy. Well, you country know, boy. I, I sing it because of Hank Jr. You know, oh, uh, okay. Hank Jr. was a, a good friend of mine, and uh, that's why I sing it. I'm, I sing it because of Hank Jr. He's, he's is it a, is it Hank's song? Well, he's got a little version of it that he uh, that he sings. So. That's the Which one, one that you it? like. All right, we're gonna have to figure out the copyright rules and Some see if we can. Some people say <laughs> I'm no good. I'm crazy as can be. I get drunk in the morning, I get stoned in the afternoon, but I ain't asking nobody for nothing. If I can't get it on my own, you don't like the way I'm living. Leave the short hair country boy alone, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is laughing. <laughs> he's in here for still crazy. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to go let go. Uh, with that look you got too, man. Right. Hey, man, I can't help it. I get, I get a haircut once a week, and everybody asks me, why do I go to the barber and get a haircut? First of all, I go there <laughs> because I like to listen to all the bullshit they're talking yeah. in the uh, in, 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 in the shop. In the in the shop. That's where I go, and then you know I, I just like have to be fresh. You know how when we're on TV, we have to be fresh every week. Yeah, you gotta. You're looking fresh. All right, let's get to Robert. All right, okay, we, he he said divert now. No no more short haired talk. <laughs> Well, Robert, actually, I was really excited to talk more about you. You know, we're we're talking Browns this whole show, and obviously you have plenty of analyst skills, and we can dive into the Browns. But I just really thought your personal story was the coolest. I kind of wanted to start there, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, if we go back to OSU, obviously uh, leading the team two years in, in rushing, you were a pretty successful athlete way back when, you know, freshman of the year and everything. Uh, give us the backstory on your football career and and what it was like around that time for you. Wow, backstory of the football career. Well, I started in the sixth grade up there in the Cleveland area at a place called St. Felicitas that uh, doesn't exist anymore uh, over on the east side. So started off in uh, CYO football. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was going to end up playing for St. Joe's, who played their, their uh, <laughs> at high school uh, when, uh, when I was in high school. And in the sixth grade, Elvis Gerbach was my quarterback, who ended up going to St. Joe's and then playing for Michigan and playing in the NFL for a while. Um, but, yeah, I grew up there, grew up playing there, played at Euclid High School, ended up going to Ohio State, you know, 
I, uh, it really kind of came down to Ohio State and USC. Uh, but my mother, rest her soul, I wanted her to be able to come and see me play. So she would drive down with Bobby DiGeronimo. <laughs> no Bobby. Yeah, yeah. she she would jump in, in Bobby's RV and, and drive down uh, to the home game. So it was great to be able to play there. Hey, Robert, I have a question now. You got to tell the truth on this. I think it's okay to tell the truth. You say it came down to uh, Ohio State and UCLA? USC. USC. Ohio State paid the most money then. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> funny because, you know, everybody talks this NIL stuff now. I, I, hand to heart. I got my first car five months before I got drafted, and it broke down three months before <laughs> I got drafted. <laughs> Swear. It was an 85 Cutlass Sierra. Never forget. So, yeah, I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> you know, you, I, you ain't got to tell me, dog. I sit up here watching stuff today. It's amazing. And if we, and not, not to say that I received any money, but if we received any <laughs> money, it was under the table. You know, these guys today, man, I mean, it's like they don't hide it. I mean, it's just, it's there. You make it, there, some of them are making more today, Gab than some of the pros are making. I know it. And I may be exaggerating a little bit, but you get, you, you understand. No, but no you're really that's not. True. That's yeah. true. There are, guys, there are guys making more than some NFL players. Totally. Robert, tell me, big dog. Uh, I have a question for him. Go ahead. I'm burning. I'm sorry. It's just I'm such a track nerd, and okay. I see that you ran track <laughs> at Ohio State. Jesse Owens, that, that oval, uh, the oval office there, what was it like running track, and what was your best event? Uh, so I was a, a, a 400 guy. Oh, my gosh. That's her. Hanford, I'm going to pass her. out. Yeah. Oh, you're a 400 runner? I love the four. It's my favorite event, 4 by 4 every weekend. And I didn't get much time to run it open only because I had to do the other mid-distance events. But I love to hear about your 400. Oh, so the 400 was my race. And, you know, it's funny. Um, up until I think three years ago, maybe even two years ago, uh, me and one other guy had the, the fat, we had like, I don't know, three of the top 10 fastest times, including the, we were the fastest two runners in the state, in the history of the state in the 400. And we just happened to be the same season, same year. Wow. He ended up winning the 400 four years in high school. And, uh, you know, mama didn't raise any dummies, you know, <laughs> better to beat them than or better to join them. Uh, if you can't beat them. So we both ran together at Ohio State, and we actually won the NCAA 4x400 uh, in 1993. We beat Baylor, uh, and that was like a month after I got drafted. So it was a it was a pretty cool time. But, yeah, I always loved the 400 and the pain of the 400. I know it. People don't get it. You love the pain of the 400. You either yeah. love it or you're not. So were you somebody who started off early, maybe in your younger days, as a true sprinter who – went up to the four or were you someone who started out in mid distance and dropped down to the four? Because usually there's two, it's a lot harder for a sprinter to move up to the four. Usually they hate the four, which is why I think it's kind of cool. You love it. Yeah. It was always my race. Um, you know, once they started running, I don't think they ran it before like the seventh grade, so you couldn't run it. But, uh, I, you know, I started off as a 100, 200 guy ended up in it, but I, I, on a, you know, thinking about my track career, I didn't have the foot speed for the 400 guys. Uh, I probably should have been a middle distance guy. I ran the 800 one time uh, 
in in an actual meet in high school and ran uh you know uh, under 154 so uh that would have been that really would have been my race i qualified for the olympic trials in 92 in the 400 but i mean you know how track is i mean it's such an elite sport i decided to go back and uh just train for football for my what was going to be my last season at ohio state so i didn't even go to the trials which is kind of a regret because when i was a kid i started off in track 100 200 uh doing the long jump dreaming about running in the olympics but you know football was a much more viable career uh, for me well i i have to tell both of you guys this uh i i ran track for about a day you know when they when they gave me that program and said what i had to do i said you know i i think i'll uh, i think i'll pass on this one i i wanted no part of it big dog let me ask you a question um uh, Ohio State right now uh, obviously uh, started off good until they play Michigan, lost the big game. There's a lot of people that want uh, days ahead. I mean, what the head coach? They, everybody's upset with him. Uh, what do you? What's your thoughts on that whole situation? Because uh, I think he's lost to uh, Michigan. What the last two or three years? Three in a row. Ooh, ouch! What's yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, buy the ticket, take the ride, right? Like, <laughs> you want to be the head coach at Ohio State, that's what you have to face. And, you know, I came in in 90, which was, I believe, John Cooper's third year. Uh, and I, I he had lost both of the two previous seasons. So when I was at Ohio State, I played in 90 and 92. And we were 0-1-1 and against Michigan. And you know, John Cooper ended up getting fired because of it. I think he was, uh, you know, two ten and one. We had that one tie in '92 uh, to Michigan. Now, Ryan Day. I mean, he's he's done an excellent job as a coach, and I I think this year, just imagine what that team would be if C.J. Stroud had not decided to turn pro. Right. And obviously, he's tearing it up uh, for the Texans, and I saw that Kyle McCord went into the transfer portal, so he's going to be gone. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who they get in there. They're able to get the skilled players for the most part, um, you know, but they didn't, they just didn't have, uh, I think the quarterback play that they needed this year. There's nothing against Kyle McCord. It's just Michigan was good enough uh, defensively uh, to take away most of the answers. And they didn't, and, you know, look, CJ Stroud lost to them last year. How much did the cheating contribute to that? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> You know, it's but it's tough, man. It's tough uh, to hear. Yeah, you you go eleven and one, but you lose to Michigan, and people are talking about actually removing you. But that's the nature of the job at Ohio State. And a lot of people don't realize when you are not in that championship, those four in, in that championship uh, pool, and uh, when you're at the end, that hurts you as far as recruiting. I mean, that really hurts your football team. It really does. But, you know, so much of recruiting now, you know, is, is that checkbook. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's not just but it's not just recruiting high schools. It's recruiting the portal. Yeah, uh, because just like Kyle McCord went in, there are other players that went in. Other players that are going to be available. It's kind of become the college version of free agency. Yeah, I wanted we wanted to actually go down that rabbit hole a little bit more with you. But I think we got to take a break, Boom. So thanks, everybody, for watching. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Robert Smith. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. We've got the top dog, and we are joined by a very special guest. We are welcoming in Robert Smith. It's been a joy to chit-chat. And real quick, we happen to notice, well, our producer did, who is a big music guy, by the way, um, that we've got Jimi Hendrix up there in the corner. Yep, we got Jimi. Oh, am I pointing the wrong way? There you go. It's like a green screen. You got yeah. it. Yeah, the kids are over there. Uh-huh. So is that the show you were saying? Well, we got to ask him about, you know, because he was talking about it, like, the three shows that he would like to. Yeah, so so that's your show that if you could go back, you that was the one that you would have wanted to be at. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Jimi Hendrix, but I also, I would have liked to have seen The Doors. Uh, and I never, I never did. I know that they were around, but I never got a chance to see Pink Floyd. So My man. Yeah. Robert, I have a question for you. Are you disappointed, or what do you think about uh, uh, Alabama got in, uh, yeah. Florida State didn't get in, obviously Michigan's number one, you got uh, Washington and uh, Texas. How do you feel about those four teams, and you think they got it right, or did they did the committee get it wrong? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm first of all, I'm not looking at the, the same set of criteria. I'm not in the room, so – you know, for all the people that say that the committee is 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 just kind of doing the work for ESPN and they're just trying to make the best matchup, look, they're put in a position to pick the four best teams. And they get in there and they debate it openly. And, yes, you know, some people remove themselves because of certain biases. But I think that it's a, it's a very thorough process. So it's important to know people that criticize it that, you know, they're really criticizing the work of, of good men and women that get in the room uh, and decide who they think the four best teams right. are. They're not asked who the four most deserving teams are. They're saying, who are the four best teams? And if they're making that assessment based on wins and losses, who's who that team lost to, uh, and of course, Florida State didn't lose to anybody. But who did they beat? Yes, they beat LSU and, and Florida out of the SEC, but both of those teams had their struggles. But on the other side of the ledger, you can say Alabama should not have beaten uh, Auburn. Watch out. Be careful now. Be careful now. Road tight. Hey, be careful. <laughs> hey, but I'm just saying, I mean, that, that could be the argument. But it's hard for me yeah. to sit here and say, Alabama isn't better than Florida State and wouldn't win a head-to-head -head match. I just I, I can't say that. So I can't say that it's automatically wrong uh, because honestly, like I haven't looked at all of the different metrics and um, you know top twenty-five wins and all that kind of stuff. But it's hard for me to say sit here and say Florida State because they're undefeated automatically should be in. Well, I'm on the same page as you are, and I, who I really feel bad for is the kids. I mean, I really feel bad for those kids, but I, I think what hurt uh, Florida State uh, guys is TCU last year. Obviously, TCU beat Michigan, but when they got in the championship game, Georgia just pretty much destroyed them, and it was obvious they were not one of the uh, – uh, best teams, and I think, uh, but I think the committee got it right. Dog, let's jump to the pros real quick because uh, yes. I know I mean, we, we don't have you long, so we're going to take advantage of uh, this knowledge that uh, you have. Have you watched? Uh, obviously, I know you watch the Cowboys. You're there in uh, in uh, <laughs> Texas, but you get a chance to watch uh, our Cleveland Browns any at all? 
Yeah, it's been a few weeks, but I, you know, I saw DTR went in there and (laughs) had his one big win. You know, this thing at UCLA was the same thing, you know, in the pros. He'll take some chances, man, you know, and and some, some of those chances end up going the other way. You know, but they say that about rookies anyway, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Herm, Herm Edwards used to always prepare his defense. He said, look, man, young quarterbacks, they throw the ball to the other team. Like, that's what they do. Like, don't pout about it. Don't be surprised by it. They're going to do it sometimes. So just get out in the field and do your job. But, uh, you know, I, I, I saw that Flacco came in, uh, you know, in, in, in the loss uh, this past weekend. But, uh, yeah, I, I check him out some. Yeah, even if you're a veteran, you can throw it to the other team. (laughs) You were so successful at your position. Why do you think the running back position has become devalued in today's NFL? And do you see that trend continuing? Um, You know, when people say devalued, yeah, I mean, it has been devalued to a degree. Um, And it's just there are two things, really. Uh, The way that the passing game is, the rules, as Hanford knows all too well, the rules have really favored – offensive passing uh and so the quarterback play the wide receiver play the guys that protect the quarterback their pay has gone up but what you've also seen with the running the number of carries going down for running backs part of it is that there are more rotations uh guys aren't being asked to carry the ball as much because the offenses just aren't geared to run the ball as much or they're not designed to run the ball as much but in the interest of trying to keep backs healthy, and Cleveland knows it all too well with the injury to Nick Chubb, um, that running backs get hurt. It's what happens. It's just a question of time. And so you rotate those guys in more. And because you need more running backs on the roster, you just don't see running backs, unless you're talking about a, a Christian McCaffrey or an Alvin Kamara, uh, Austin Eckler to a lesser degree, guys that are – true three down backs that are in there they can pass protect they can get out on routes they can line up as wide receivers uh you just don't see as many of those guys is that was that a factor for you when you were retiring was that a big a thing that you were taking into consideration to protect your body longevity wise oh no question you know i i tore my acl it's almost what is today today's the fifth isn't it fourth Today's the fourth. Tomorrow's my 30-year anniversary of <laughs> ACL, um, my rookie season. Uh, had a high ankle sprain before they called them high ankle sprains two years later when I started to get more, you know, when I became the starter. 96, the year after that, I tore my MCL, PCL in my left <laughs> hand. So, and then next four years, four straight thousand-yard seasons, relatively healthy. But I needed two knee surgeries, including a knee surgery after my last season in the league which is the only season I didn't miss any games. And so there I was after my last season, hadn't missed any games, still needed knee surgery. I was just short of my 29th birthday. It was like, if I keep doing this, I'm going to be a 45-year-old knee replacement guy. And here I am at 51. Um, You know, I step on the slopes every now and then, not too much because (laughs) because it does. They'll swell up on me. Um, But I can run with the kids and the dog every now and then ice for a few days after but relatively healthy so i think it was the right decision well you didn't uh i think at the time you retired obviously uh you didn't have any kids you have a couple now but you i, I you're one of the few guys i know that can walk away from this game i mean at such an early age and didn't have any regrets correct 
Yeah. Oh, no question. And that's, you know, so many people or so few people get the opportunity, as you know, uh, to walk away on their own terms. And and the thing I said, which, you know, rings so true, uh, is, is that, you know, it's better to walk away early than limp away late. Um, you know, running back is just not, it's the kind of position where, you know, those, those years on your leg take years off your life. I mean, at least your quality of life, what's the point, you know, what's the point of, you know, having all that, uh, when you're done, you can't even move around. Did your interest in medicine also play a role in your decision? Yeah, no question. You know, I got involved with a company uh, that was doing some things, you know, at the very early stages of e-commerce, some claims analytics. And I got involved uh, with a company. I actually spun off and started my own company. We actually create content for population health companies and insurance companies. So we use athletes uh, and uh, other influencers really to increase participation in these programs and to try and help uh, people live healthier lives. Big dog, you ever get back to Minnesota? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was up there at the Monday night game uh, two weeks ago, uh, a, a week and a week ago. Jeez, it flies. I was up there for the Chicago game that they lost. Uh, but I had also been up a couple weeks before that to the game uh, against the Saints. Let me ask you this. When, uh, we, we, we're coming, we're winding down here, but I got to ask you this because it's funny because it's Robert Smith. When you think of Robert Smith, you, there's some famous people with that name. Yeah, the lead singer uh, yeah, of The Cure. Yeah, that's the Cure. <laughs> and then you got a billionaire that's uh, – Oh, yeah, the owner. Yeah, that's right, the guy that they were trying to get to become an owner. Right. <laughs> you know, some, and then you got the, the Robert Smith uh, who played for Minnesota and then with Ohio State. So there, you are in there somewhere <laughs> – well, here's here's one for you. I bet you didn't know this one. Wolfman Jack. Remember Wolfman Jack? Yes. His his real name is Robert Smith. I didn't know that. Now that's one I didn't don't ask, know. Don't ask don't ask me why Robert <laughs> Smith became Wolfman Jack, but Wolfman Jack is Robert Smith. My friend, it was a pleasure. We thank you so very much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. You got it. You take care. All right. Thank you. Wow, we our guests just kill it every week. Well, that's the man. He is the man. I'm telling you, hell of a running back. Hell of a running back. I mean, he was the man. I'm just so happy he had a chance out of his busy day to join us. All right, we've got to take a break, uh, and we'll be back right after this. Thanks for watching. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show. Thanks so much for watching. Hanford, let's go around the league a little bit. Um, I know. Can I cut you off? Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. This uh, is your show, my well, guy. No, that's our show. Uh, but I wanted to uh, – wasn't Robert good? He was incredible. I mean, he was – and you had some really good questions for him. I, I, I enjoyed listening to the questions you were <laughs> you, you were shooting at him. I was Thank like, you. as Thank soon you. as you asked the question, I was waiting on his answer. So, you know uh, I blush when you try to compliment me on air. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, uh, no more. <laughs> I'm as red as the Chiefs, yeah. a Chiefs jersey. Um, that's my segue for – okay, what did you think? Was it pass interference on this play that kind of circulated around Twitter um, with the Green Bay defender – I knew you were going to ask me that. Trying to, let's see who this was. Uh, well, Valdez Scantling and uh, then. Valdell Scantling. I could tell you this, Gab, you know, me being a defensive back. Valentine, that's. Yeah. Me, me being a defensive back or corner, I, I really, you know, I'm glad he didn't get the call 
because uh, a lot of times uh, I, I think those calls will balance themselves out throughout the course of the ball game. But that was definitely pass interference. I mean, that was definitely pass interference. That would mean no doubt. Sometimes I wonder, I could talk about the officials. I mean, if I was still playing, there's no way I would say this about an official because they will find you big time. But I, I, I don't know what they're looking at. And there's, there's certain things that you have to be able to look at and go back and take a look at and to decide because, you know, that was a crucial, crucial play at a crucial time during the ball game. And who knows, maybe that would have um, uh, helped Kansas City win the ball game. But to answer your question, yes, that was pass interference. I had to get your a cornerback, a true legendary cornerback's opinion on that. Okay, uh, I know we've only got two two minutes left here, but Eagles 49ers, the 49ers just Ooh. roundhouse kicked the Eagles. What did you think of that? What was the final score, like 40-something to 19? I didn't get the – I yeah, have to do a quick Google. That's crazy. That's when I really miss football. That's when I really miss playing in the National Football League, when you have a game like that. Those are games that you, you you just want it. I mean, everybody, every single play, you know, in a game like that, you don't take a play, you don't take a playoff anyway, but you make sure everybody knows before that game you don't take a playoff because there were like little fights going on all over the field and they were just all in each other's grill, in each other's chest. Uh, I really missed that. I thought that was the most exciting game uh uh, yesterday, out of all the games, the San Francisco. And I was shocked, though. I, I, you know, Brock Purdy is playing right now, really at an at extreme high level. But I didn't know they were going to beat uh, Philadelphia like that. I just did. And now they turn around. Philadelphia's got another tight one coming up. I think uh, next week or next Monday night they have to play Dallas. I don't know where that game is, but they're playing Dallas. So. It's getting interesting right now down the stretch. Yes, Ravens had a bye. And even if we look ahead here, we've got the Jaguars at home. How about some thoughts on on this game coming up and what we're going to really need to rebound? I think it should be easier for us at home based well, on our track record. But well, well, yeah, we play a lot better at home, and that's why uh, uh, the game uh, Sunday was just uh, a crucial game for us against the Rams. I mean, that's where game because Pittsburgh lost. I mean – they lost. They got beat by Arizona, and uh, the Ravens had a bye week. And uh, I, I don't know. It's you know, and and it's not. You you're right. It's not going to be an easy game because Jacksonville right now is playing at a high, high level gap. Absolutely. Uh, it looks like we've got to take another break. Our final break of the show. We'll be back with our final thoughts. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. Welcome back to the Hanford Dixon Show with the top dog. Well, when you're having fun, time flies. It really does. <laughs> I mean, we, time flies. I really enjoy this show. Fly with you, like an eagle. You know that one, don't you? Yeah, I know you know that one. I'm the worst because I don't ever know all the words to something. I freestyle all the time, and my friends are like, that's not the words. And I'm just like, I'm doing my own interpretation. Debbie, what's your Instagram? I always try to find you on Instagram. Are you silly? What is it? Gabriella Cruz. Okay, I just want to make sure. Man, you really, really got to figure out how you can work your iPhone. <laughs> also, this isn't anything we prepared for this final minute of our segment. <laughs> I forget what I'm even supposed to ask you. Okay, Flacco. All right, so that are you comfortable with Flacco moving forward? I am. I am. I think he play. I think he earned the right to uh, start again, especially at home. So uh, uh, I liked him. I, I I liked the velocity on his ball, and uh, I think he should definitely start this week. 
Okay, second thing, our defense. Do you expect them to show up like we know them to be at home, or are we going to see another quieter performance like they did? Uh, they have been doing on the road. Gabby, they have to show up. I mean, obviously, they're a different ball defense uh, at home rather than on the road, and I gave you the numbers. I'm going to tell them again real quick. They're number one at home, and they're 30th on the road. So let's hope that number one defense shows up this week. I say we wrap up on our handshake. This is a good question to see if well, you. What about the game? Who's gonna Who's gonna Okay, who gonna do you ask think? me real quick? I have five win? seconds. Who do you think is gonna win? We know who we want to win. Cleveland Browns and the Dog Pound. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the elbow up top. Do the bark. Do the bark. Do the bark. Thanks. Thanks for watching the Hanford Dixon Show. <laughs>